All right. So the craziest thing that has happened in my agency. Well, I guess uh, she wasn't my client, but this was a quote situation. So one of my producers, my my top dog, she was uh, quoting a client and the client was like, I don't trust your carrier, you know, because Uh they didn't pay out on a claim. So I was like, ask her what happened. You know, like, why would why didn't we pay out? So the client is telling, you know, my producer, she's like, yeah, my sister, she tried to file a claim. Her house caught on fire and, you know, you guys didn't pay out this claim. So I was like, okay, keep, keep going. What happened though? Like, you know, keep elaborating. (laughs) And she's like, I'm like, how did the house catch on fire? Like what happened? You know? And she's like, well, you know, my sister was going through a divorce. So her (laughs) husband set fire to the house. So she can't keep the house. So he can't have her. He can't have the house. She can't have the house. Now she really can't have the house. <laughs> now she really can't have the house because now it's it's there is no house. There's no house. <laughs> so you know, and my producer, she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't pay out on this claim." And I'm like, "No, what? Give me the phone. Give me the phone." So I'm like, <laughs> "I have the client," and I'm like, "I want to be clear on this, ma'am. So you're trying to tell me your sister's husband? He's the own. They're both the owners. He set fire." Cause he didn't want to, ha- is that what happened? He set fire, right? He was still the owner when it happened. She's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, ma'am. So in that situation, that's actually arson. He's the owner. You can't <laughs> burn down, you know, you can't burn down your property and expect us to pay for it. You know, that's not how insurance works. And then she's like, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so we would pay out well, your now claim. Now they explain it that way. I was like, you know, we pay out your claim as long as your husband don't burn down your house, you know? So, <laughs> so we, we ended up getting the policy, you know, written after the explanation. But that was just funny. I was just like, well, <laughs> yeah, like, no, of course not. Like, you know, if, you know, and I, I love analogy. So I was like, ma'am, I mean, if, if you do something to your car, you know, would you expect us to pay for that? Like, if you don't want to pay your, your loan anymore, you're just going to say, no, no. Same thing here. You can't expect us to pay for something, you know, you damaged on purpose. Right, so, yeah, right. that was. That was the funniest thing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> the craziest thing. But, uh, yeah, my name is, you know, Pamela De La Cruz. Uh, I'm a farmer's agent here in Denver, Colorado at the Pamela De La Cruz Farmers Insurance Agency. And I am an insurance dudette. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Kretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. That was a good one. Oh, your other one was good too. I was like, man, that man was going to track us. I don't know how he, he used the FBI or something. Why don't you, why don't you share that one too? That's a yeah. fun one. 
Oh my god. Okay, so same producer, poor girl. She be going through it all. <laughs> she be, all. you know, that's I, that's the punchline. She be going through it all. Like I literally keep tissue boxes all over the office because they just be busting out in tears sometimes. So I gotta keep them. I gotta keep the boxes all over the place. But no. So the, the other crazy thing was so you know we're we're dialing. You know we're on Rico doing our thing. And, you know, we call this gentleman and he's just like starts freaking out. He's like, how did you get my information? You know, and we're like, oh, you know, you requested a quote. We're just calling you. I didn't request a quote. How did you get this number? And he starts freaking out, you know, and he's like, this is a secured line. Like, and I'm like, OK, sir, you know what? Well, my producer's the one dealing with it. So Double O crazy. Out. I'm like, what the heck? Uh, she, I see her shaking and like about to cry. So I'm like, what's happening? Like, what's put it on mute? What's going on? She's like, Pam, I don't know what to do. We're gonna get tracked. Somebody's gonna show up. I was like, girl, these doors are locked. Ain't nobody gonna walk in here. Uh, so, so I'm like, I get the phone and I'm like, sir, sir. You know, I'm trying to explain to him like, you know, this is how you got your info. You know, if you don't want it, this is what you gotta do. But he's just freaking out. He's freaking out. And he's the funny thing about it is that I guess he was like with his friend or something. So he's just like, John, John, check the number, John, John. <laughs> like, and, then, and then all you hear is like, John, like, say, like, number. John is like, what are you talking about? We can't track numbers. Oh my god! I think that they were. I think they put you together on that one, and it was just a couple of guys that had been down at the <laughs> local shop in Denver and were feeling saucy. They were trying to get me. They were, they were yep. trying to track me. They, they were trying to see if I was going to fold. I've had yeah. a lot of, yeah, some lady almost canceled because the books we read are not in line with what she likes. So oh she was like, gosh. I Googled the author of the book you said you read. I can't, ha- I don't trust you. Literally that happened. I don't trust you with my policies. I was like, what? Ma'am, this author that is, is just talking about positivity. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't like positivity? Like what? But I, I kept her to... <laughs> Because it was a misunderstanding. I don't know what she read, but all good there. (laughs) Well, that's good stuff. I mean, it is so awesome to have you on here. You're just your positive attitude is so infectious, and it's great to uh, to be on a call with you again. Yes, love it. I definitely enjoyed the experience. It's been crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We always love jumping on the calls when you're on those calls with us. So tell us because I don't even know this story, is how you got into this crazy business of insurance. Yeah. I always say insurance kind of fell on my lap. Before insurance, I was actually in the wireless industry for 10 years. I know I look like a baby. I'm turning 30 this year. Uh, So I really kind of, it was like a love and hate thing where you're good at something, but you don't really like it. But it's like, but maybe I'm supposed to be here because I'm good at it. You know, so I... When I moved to Colorado, I started working for a corporate and it was it was different for me because before I just worked for a small business, which I pretty much ran. So it was a different environment, but I enjoyed it. They made me start over as a sales rep and I had to climb the ranks. So that was fun because I kind of had to prove myself. Mm. But this was the day, Craig and Jason, that started my career. Right. My manager at the time, I would never forget this day. She looked me dead oh. in my eyes, dead in my eyes. And she said to me. If this isn't your priority, then you can go do something else. Now, I value myself as a person. So I don't, a job to me is whatever. Like, I feel like I'm the asset, not the job. So right. when she said that to me, I was like, okay, okay. After I bust my butt for three years, I climbed the ranks, I'm Pam the Ram. 
now you're trying to tell me that if this is my priority, I should leave. Okay, no problem. So that day I went home, I got on Indeed and I started just searching for opportunities. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do this. Like if you're not going to value me, then I'm not going to be here. And I came across, you know, an ad for, you know, to become an agent. And at the time I always wanted to run a business, but I never knew what business I wanted to, to have because with the wireless industry, my boss was like, let's be partners. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really like it. So it was not my thing. Yeah. And I basically just like applied and didn't have any idea what the heck running an agency was like. And yeah, I started the process last year, actually in February. And by July, I was open. And there you go. almost a year now in the agency. I, I remember like right <laughs> when, like you were saying, I'm brand new. Like, remember that when she was, yeah. she came, yep. met us, she came on the calls and she's like, and they're like, I'm just going to learn. And yeah. we're like, she's the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was around August. I started with Teledus in August and it's been, still have my Teledus debt the whole time. Well, they switched it once for me, but I've had the same person, Vicky, the whole yeah. time. So um, cool. Loving the experience. It's been definitely great. I, I love what I do. It's like, finally, it's like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. That's how I feel like. Yeah. That's so so what's, cool. the, what's the one thing you think that made you go, I really love what I do? Like, wh- you know, when was that defining moment? I think for me, you know, my main passion in life is really to help people. I think that's really, really what I love to do. You know, besides this, my goal is to really be like a motivational speaker and help people, you know, understand that if you believe it, you can achieve it. Yeah. So, I think for me is when I was studying for my one, I think what got me into the industry was the whole residual. I was like, oh, this person likes me. I keep them. I keep getting paid. This sounds like a good business. So that's kind of because I was leaning into the real estate business or this. But, you know, I just kind of was like, let's try insurance. When I was actually studying for it, PC, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. But when I started doing life, that's really what to me was like, wow, like, I never understood, you know, insurance. I never understood products. I never understood the value of insurance. I was one of those people that is like, I'm being scammed every month. I'm paying this premium for no reason, you know? And when I started to study and I started really understanding like the value of insurance and what it really is there, like we're really there to help people and to be there in the worst case scenarios of people's lives. And that's really what made me fall in love with it. I love that. So good. So awesome. So what's your team like right now? Like how many people do you have and what are their roles in the agency? Yeah. So right now um, there's, uh, there's myself Um, right now. I am pretty much like the CSR role in the agency because I think the customer service is really about building relationships. You know, when the producers get that person in the agency, you know, uh, the CSR really has to keep that person. So right now my main objective is to really building my team, but building relationships with the clients to make sure that they stay. So that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. Just really train the team, be with them um, and just take care of everything for the clients. So Nothing falls between the cracks. And uh run producer, which is Salma, she's she's my day one. She's been with me, you know, since the beginning. We started this together pretty much. Then, you know, within here and there, you know, employment, you know how people are. So I've had to make some changes, oh, yeah. hire some people, let go of them. But right now, pretty much I have three good, good staff members. So three producers, two full-time, you know, uh, I'm sorry, one full-time, two part-time. I do start everyone part-time. You, you got to prove yourself to me. If, if I was the DM and T-Mobile made me start from scratch, then you can do it too. Uh, so that's <laughs> what I do. You got to part-time, put up the numbers, and then you do what you got to do and you, you get your hours. So uh, right. that's, that's what we're going for right now. That Love is it. fantastic. So, I mean, I think 
the answer to this is fairly obvious because you're just so much fun. And I think that it would be easy for people to be drawn to you. So, but, but I do want to ask about culture. Like what, what kind of things have you done in your agency to really create the culture? Because it's, you said you've, you've had to weed some people out, right? They, mm-hmm. and I think they kind of self weed. Yeah. And maybe I shouldn't say weed when you live in Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> as long as you don't do it on the clock. I don't care what right. you do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, to talk a little bit about the agency culture because I would guess it's it's a lot of fun over there at your agency. Yeah. So, um, one, music. So, we have, yeah, we play music all day. I'm just not a quiet person, as you guys know from from all the meetings, you know, I I, I talk too much. So I like to keep that atmosphere. Um, So my agency right now, it is primarily Hispanic. We're all Spanish because those are the clients that we try to go after. So we do play a lot of Spanish music, a lot of mixed things here and there. Besides that, I like to keep it fun. So I'm very goal oriented. So I try to coach my team and lead not just by, you know, your production and the agency, but on a personal level, because I believe that if we don't really hold ourselves to certain standards and we don't believe in personal development, you're never going to be great. You know, that's so I can give you all the leads in the world. If you don't believe in yourself, if you know, you're just a negative Nancy, then you're never going to achieve anything, no matter what systems I give you. So that's really what we do. Like I, I try to keep it as positive as possible. Um, I try, you know, when I'm like a therapist, honestly, when I talk to my team, I be like this with my notebook, like, Okay, so this happened at home. Okay, let's see. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so I think it's I care about people. So I think um, that's also why my team is loyal. I actually had someone who they did leave because it wasn't for them. And when they like gave me their resignation, they cried. They cried because they didn't want to leave. Right. You know, it's like because it's like Pam, I love working here, but I don't think you know insurance is for me. And I'm like, dude, I get it. I love you. You know. Yeah. So. I, I always tell my team, you know, like you might not work for me forever, but while you're here, I want you to learn something from me, you know, whether it's insurance yeah. or there's something else. Cause when you leave, I always want you to remember me. So yeah, I, I think that's what helps with culture that I, I genuinely care about my people. Um, right. I talk to them on a personal level, not just business. And we try to keep it fun. Yeah. It's easy I to get that. kind of jaded too <laughs> with that stuff. You know, the longer you do it and you pour your heart into it and then some people then take advantage, which I don't want to go to that negative side of it, but it's, I think it's very real. Like it, it's there and it's unfortunate. And I think that it makes it so important to really have an airtight hiring process on that, you know? So yeah. it's just as tough. And I think Cause I can see that it would affect you, right? Like I feel like <laughs> it would have, it would affect, it affects me if somebody like you pour in, you do the coaching, you really, mm-hmm. you really believe in somebody and then they, you know, there's like, whatever. And you're like, <laughs> I don't understand. And it does, because I think for me, I take it more personal because I, I really do believe that we can achieve yeah. everything we want to achieve. So it's it's mainly like, it's like, why do I see more in you than you see in yourself? You know, it's kind of one of those things. But I've learned that I guess the good thing with me is that I have like these two sides of me where it's just like this very cool person. But then it's like this very like numbers business side that it's like, you don't want to get that Pam. Like you want to keep getting the jolly, jolly, you know, Pam. And I think with me is like numbers. I'm very like a number oriented person. So I don't just go on you like you haven't sold the policy. What's going on? You know, I'm like, no, let's look at the behaviors. Like what is going on? Like, are you doing the dials? Are you doing the quotes? Are you doing this to, you know, make sure that, you know, you are where you want to be. But my main thing is just attitude. Like if you don't have the right attitude, I don't want you. Yep. 
Yeah, it yeah. it took me a lot longer to realize that. It took me a while. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, you can have anything you want. Like, to your point of literally you can get any, like, you know what I mean? You can achieve anything you want. But, like, you can design your agency the way you want. Like, yeah. hire for those people that you want to be around that has that kind of energy and create an environment that, like, I haven't had to fire anybody in a long time <laughs> because I'll just talk to them. Like, yeah. these are the things that we're about. And, like, it sounds like you don't want, like... If somebody's not doing the stuff in the agency, just have the conversation. Seems like you don't want this. Seems like you'd be better off doing something else or like, what are you passionate about? I mean, you that conversation, just having a real conversation tends to lead to either them being more into it or them going, you know what? You're right. I would like to, to, to try this. Good. Like, do it. I'm, I'm all about yeah. that. Like, I want you to either want to be here or I want you to follow your passion and do your thing. Exactly. And I got that from my mentor, like, because my my boss, you know, are fun. I, I love this man, you know, like 19 years old, pretty much had me running his companies, you know, and he always told me that he was the one who told me he's like, Pam, this is you're not going to work for me forever. But while you're here, I want you to learn something. And I've there's been times too, where I was like, I feel stagnant where I am. or I love you as a person, but I feel stagnant, like I have to go do something else. Mm-hmm. And you know, I did. And then when he, you know, had more opportunities, he called me back, Pam, now I have this do you want to come back? Yeah, I love it. So I always leave the door open to, hey, maybe this part is not for you. But if you're the right person, I want you here. Let's just find something for you, you know. But sometimes it's like, because I try, trust me, I try. I'd be trying to put you here, here, here. Yeah. There's only so much positions I got. (laughs) You don't don't fit in none of those roles. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's it's definitely what, what the person wants. Like, you know, like, what do you want? You know, you might not want to be in insurance forever, but what do you want? So at least I can design, you know, your trainings and things like that around that. So I try, yeah. to, I try to do that the best I can. Love it. There's a lot of wisdom behind <laughs> all that. So let's talk about recruiting. What do you do for recruiting? Yeah. So I tried a few things. Um, the good thing is our district uh, helps us with recruiting. So they send me people. I have, I've done team hired. Didn't have the best experience uh, with Team Hired, uh, but Colorado is a tough market, if I'm being honest. And I also have, uh, can't remember the name right now, but um, I use them to also like put up ads. So, but mainly from wherever I can find them. So Facebook, my district, I tried the Team Hired thing and yeah, that wasn't too good, but so you know. <laughs> you bring them on and, and now you need to, to set them up for success. Right. What are the steps that you do once you bring them on? What does that look like? I walk in for the first day and I'm starting. What do I do? What's it going to look like for me? Yeah. So um, it it depends if you're licensed or not. But um, normally I have the insurance sales lab script from Vlad. Oh, yeah. I actually just saw him last month in California. He was at a farmer's conference. Oh, cool. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But that's where we start. We start off with the script because here with farmers, we work with so many different companies. We're we're like quoting so many different things at the same time. So I'm like, you got to get one thing down before you can like be proficient in another. So the first thing we do is script, script, script. You got to memorize that. So you know what the heck to say. So you're not like tripped up. So that's the first step. Then we'll do quoting. So we quote offline now because I have... We're established. So usually like if my team needs things quoted offline, I don't have them do quotes offline. Um, I'll quote that with whoever I'm training 
or any recodes or things like that. We'll do that so they can get the hang of things. And then we just put everything together. So now you're quoting and you're talking to the customers at the same time. So what I tend to do in those few days is kind of like, I know it's a little bit intimidating. I'm not a monster. So, you know, if you get flustered and you've got to tell this person like, hey, I got to call you back. That's okay. For the first few calls, you know, at least let's get you into the rhythm. But once you're on the phones, really like two or three days, you know, you should be consistently just keeping um, the conversation with the client the whole time. Because, you know, people buy because they like you, you know, you could be more expensive, but if they like you, they'll get that policy. So you got to in that 20, 30 minutes, you got to make that person love you. So that's what we try to focus on. (laughs) Yep. hundred percent. So what would you say, like out of all the training stuff that you do, what would you say is the most effective for getting the results that you want? Honestly, this is weird, but I make (laughs) all of my people watch The Secret, the documentary, The Secret, because not everybody likes to read. So I won't make you read the book. (laughs) <laughs> got to watch the documentary and that's the main the main main thing um because so what they, happens they also they have a huge Shh, paradigm shift it's like a it's secret it's secret like they have a huge <laughs> like people are like oh i just got to think positive and things happen i was like yeah that's all so you got to do believe in yourself boo believe in yourself so yeah. i, I kind of try to leave by that because it was my epiphany with my first producer where i always saw that value in her and she started first day bound the policy just good. And she broke down day three. I can't do this. I'm no good. And I was like, you're awesome. What are you talking about? Like you're just selling policies. I don't get it. And I realized it was a self-esteem thing, you know, and I started to realize that was a pattern, you know, and I've never really had that issue because I guess the way I was raised. So mm-hmm. I'm like, and that, that's why I'm so confident. My parents always told me I was going to be the shit. So I am the shit, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I try to tell my team like, Hey, like let's work on yourself first. Right. Because I feel like the rest will come. So I think out of everything that I've done as far as like coaching training, that's my big thing is everybody has to watch that because then they really start to realize that, you know, writing down goals, you know, manifesting things, really having that that belief like that could really change your life. And I tell them, too, I was like, if you think about it, I opened the business not knowing anything about it. You know, yeah. I didn't know anything about insurance before I opened the agency. And, you know, I'm top 10 in the in the state as far as new business thus far. So it's like that's not it's no coincidence. It's because I have those beliefs and I try to manifest them. And so can you. So that's yeah. my biggest coaching. Yeah, it's well, funny. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. I, it's funny that like the, it, it really all begins with the belief, like whether or not we believe we can or we can't. That's what happens because I mean, most of the, most of the tactics aren't difficult with things, you know, like you can follow a step-by-step of, of any of this stuff and, and sales skills and all, and all that other stuff. But you have to believe it every day that if you continue it, if you keep working on it, that it'll get better. But like at some point you lose that belief, oh, I, it's not going to work or something like that. Or right. I, I, this isn't for me. Like you believe that it's not. It's like, dude, just follow the stuff, like believe, just continue the belief that it'll work and it will like if somebody else has done it, I mean, you can do it. It's you're a person. They're a person. (laughs) I've been telling people like, it's so weird. Like people be like, Pam, you, you just, you're, you, I'm like, no, I'm not me. Like I'm not, there's nothing special about me. Like I'm a person, you're a person. We're all on the same level playing field. The difference is that yes, I have this overwhelming belief. And, you know, I was thinking about it too. I was like, it's pretty crazy. Sometimes the things I do, like I moved to Colorado, 
not knowing anything, started a life because I just wanted to move here. I started a business because I wanted to start a business, not knowing anything about it. And, you know, we've been fairly successful, you know, ever since. But you just got to have that belief. Like sometimes you just got to jump and believe that you're going to float. Like you got to jump in the water and believe that you're going to float, you know, because yep. if you think you're going to sink, you're going to sink. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Whatever story you tell yourself, right? Like that, yeah. that's, and you can, the, the beauty of it is like every day is a new day. You can redefine the story, right? You can rewrite it like, and work yourself out even if you do go down the rabbit hole. So yeah. if you're not positive right now out there in insurance dudes <laughs> land, you can turn that around. You can, you can hundred percent. So I know that you keep yourself motivated. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but mm-hmm. What do you do to keep your team motivated besides just being awesome, Pamela? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I think because I get to know my team on a personal level and really get to know their goals, I get to manage them based on their goals, you know? So it's like, if you tell me like, hey, you know, my goal is to buy this car or to go on this vacation or to have this, you know, I can coach you based off of that, not based off of what I want, but based off what you tell me you want, based off your dreams. Um, And it's easy to keep people motivated. Cause I'm like, okay, you know, one of the first conversations is like, how much money do you want to make? You know? Okay. And it's always, it's so funny. The numbers I get in the beginning versus the numbers that I get like two months out down the road once they're producing. And it's like, Oh, okay. Now you can see, <laughs> right. you know, but I, I lead with that because, you know, it's like, okay, if this is what you want to make, you know, these are the behaviors that you have to do day by day to achieve that. So it's just so easy to motivate people with that versus sometimes, you know, when you just put your agenda into things and not really worry about, well, what does my team prioritize? What does my team care about? You know, how can I make my goals their goals and vice versa? Then I think it's just easier to get people motivated. And yeah, we did fun things together. Like, you know, it's so funny because if you see me interact with my team, sometimes you think we're bickering because we're just going like back and forth, but like in a fun way. Because I'm like, you know, I feel like you should like your boss. Like you should know they're your boss and you should respect them. But they, sh- but you should like them, and you should be able to be open with them, and things like that. So I definitely try to keep that open culture with the team to then make it easier. It's like, because I always realized, especially with my boss, is like I did a lot of the things that I did before because I cared about him, because yeah. you know he did this for me, he gave me this opportunity, and I want him to, sh- I want to show him that I can live up to the standards he has for me, that all these things, and he always rewarded me. So it was always those things. So I was also believing rewarding your team. Like if they do well, like let them know, like don't just tell them they're doing bad all the time. Like tell them when they're doing good, like, you know, point out things that they might not even know about themselves, you know, so they can see and they can really know that you really care about them. I love it. And I want to point out something. So you get to know your team, you ask them a lot of questions and I always say like, like when it comes to, to your team, like in your management with the, like, like the sales team or whatever, it's really important. You are selling them. Like they're on the front line selling the clients, but then management is selling the staff on doing the stuff. Right. So it's the same. It's so it's the, ultimately it's the same process. Ask a bunch of questions, get to know them. Like, just like you do on the sales call, you're going to do the same thing with your team. Mm-hmm. And that really is the magic to sales really is like, you know, is really getting to know them and then doing what's best for them. So whether it be our team or whether it be a client, it's like getting to know we all have wants and desires and it's not about what I want. It's about what they want. And if I can come from that place of what they want, you're always going to win Yeah, from that place. Well, yeah. And and sales rapport is the most important thing, right? And I think that's why 
the daily meetings are so effective and why it's a must. Like you have to have them because you can't develop rapport with your team and have them all just loving it, right? Like if you're in that meeting every morning and it's not just lame, like it's it's good, right? Like you have <laughs> yeah. a structure and it's and it's awesome and it's quick. Like that creates the rapport that keeps them coming back, right? Because you have to get them to come back. You have to get them to love it. Exactly. And, and I mean, it's the biggest piece. Yep. And the so, teaching part too. Like I love to teach. So it's just like, hey man, like let's do it. Like let's do what, what you want. Like if you want to achieve this, I'm going to help you because I want to make you better. Yeah. I love to talk. I love to yes. teach. Let's get it done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so awesome. So in your agency right now, what are you doing for marketing and what's working for you? Yeah. So um, internet leads have been my primary source um, since I started. A little shift recently because farmers, because of the other companies they have, we can write a lot of non-standard business. Eventually, that's not always going to be the case. And I'm someone that's like, you have to be proactive. Like if you know something's coming down the line, why are you going to wait to make that change when it happens? You need to start making that change now so you can be ready. Yep. So I know that they're leaning more towards having more of those premium customers. So I still got the internet leads, but I've changed now to having premium leads. So just like uh, we were doing mainly non-standard with renters. So now we're trying to transition to more homeowners. So more um, auto with home, things like that. Uh, more sticky business. Yeah. Cool. And we do Facebook too. So we do Facebook, a little bit of that. And we because of our Google reviews, so from the beginning, because I Google everything. And if somebody got one more review than you, that's where I'm going to go. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, luckily we've been blessed with that too, that we, we keep a consistent cadence of that. So, you know, even though we've been open, you know, only for eight or nine months, we have um, over 60 Google reviews now. Um, they're all five star. So that also helps us a lot. People calling in and, and I don't have the most conventional picture also on Google. I have a picture like this. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it. yeah, so people are like, she's cool. So they call <laughs> 60. So you got 60 in such a short period of time. How did you do it? What was yeah. your process? So um, in the beginning, I also unconventionally, I all the agents that I pretty much know, they all have written business in their agencies. I'm kind of the opposite. I don't write business rarely. You know, there's some people that are like, I want to speak directly to you. But because I've always been good in sales, I never wanted to outsell my team. Uh, I was like, okay, let me pour my knowledge into you. And I might take a little bit of a hit in the front end because I know if I produce. But I think if I take myself out of the equation and develop you, then on the long run, it's going to be better for me. So that's always been my focus. So I think uh, it's just kind of really like, because I don't do the sales and my team does the sales, it allows me to focus on these things, like the Google reviews. So in the beginning, I would hear Salma, she would finish the sale, and I would be like, Google review, Google review, Google review. So, she, <laughs> so she'll just like send them the link. Now, because I'm not Google review, Google review, it slowed down a little bit. I'm trying to get them to be more consistent on that. But we just tell them, we're like, hey, like, you know, did you enjoy the experience you had with us? How was everything? Usually they're like, yeah, you guys are amazing. Ha ha ha. I never had an experience like this. So we're like, hey, you know, we're trying to get to 100 five-star Google reviews. You have to mention five-star because then if you just yeah. say review, they can put whatever. You got to say five-star. So yep. we're like, you know, we're trying to get to a f- uh, five-star. If I send you my link, like, would you please be able to, you know, leave me a review? And we have just a a link we send them immediately on a text message. So our review link just pops up for them and they just literally got to do the five star and uh, good to go. And then uh, on the back end with agency zoom, I do have automation that gets sent out too. So if they didn't leave a review, they'll leave it on the back end. 
And since I am the servicer, um, every time I talk to someone, I'm like, hey, man, hook me up. Five I'm star. trying to get the five yeah. stars. <laughs> <laughs> so they usually do it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over 10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.